I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We are women of chaos. Every single time. We say we have no intro every single time. I think that is our intro. Just yeah, just us saying we have no intro. Yeah, we don't have an intro. <laughs> okay. Right, so you edit it all. You don't kind of just go live. You edit it. Oh yeah. Do I look like I can just go live to you? Why not? <laughs> um, several reasons. You've met me. You should know them. Anyway, today we are here with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Sasha Allgaier, who is, Hello. you know. Wasting time talking with us when I'm sure he has way more important things to do. But whatever, it's fine. <laughs> so how we all doing? Not wasting time at all, it's a fun thing. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Yes, it is appreciated. Of course. Yeah, so I know when you invited me, I was thinking, oh, it sounds like great, so thank you for inviting me. No problem. But yeah, how's everyone doing? better days today wasn't wasn't a great day but you know yeah i was just gonna say your joint silences speak volumes i was just waiting for maddie to go first my day has been fine i have no complaints oh wow what's that like (laughs) god i wish that were me what do you have to complain about today um we don't have time for me to break down all my mental health issues, so <laughs> how about we start with our first question? <laughs> Which is, how important does a person have to be before they're considered assassinated instead of just murdered? I thought assassination was re- reserved for presidents or, like, people in office. But, like, a monarch isn't technically an office. But if the queen were to get murked, we would definitely say assassinated. Like, positions of power. Like, you wouldn't say a celebrity was assassinated, right? You would just say murdered? Depends, what are they famous for? The queen is a political figure, despite lack of power. This is true. So is um, assassination just reserved for politics? Did I just reveal that I am unintelligent to a degree? Well, I'm trying to think, like, is there a non-political figure that we ever describe as having been assassinated? 
couldn't tell you. <laughs> That's why we're here. I feel like this is one of the few things that, like, like word differences that I learned at a young age and just stuck with me. Like, yeah, presidents are assassinated and the rest of us are murdered. <laughs> but I guess it's also, like, people in office. Like, you plebes get murdered. The president. So if, if, if you are the person that has assassinated or attempted to assassinate someone, do you get tried for assassination or do you get tried for murder? I'm pretty sure you get tried for murder. But I um don't know. I've never tried. I've never tried. <laughs> and I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> so. I think you get tried for assassination. Can you really I hold on? I'm googling I this. Think you get tried for assassination. That would be my guess. Is that is Can it? I mean, it's, you get tried for. I mean, it's been a while since we've had such a case in the U.S., hasn't it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Which in a minute is is kind of surprising. <laughs> um, is assassin like is attempted assassination? worse than attempted murder because they're in a position of all that's coming up power are they legally are they the same yeah legally like everything i'm getting from like legal definition sites just says attempted murder so i think that's just how we talk about it publicly not if you're like speaking you're like you know legalese as a lawyer all right, so you'd get tried for, like, I don't know, first-degree murder, not first-degree assassination. Yeah, or, like, for that attempted murder sense. if it doesn't work. That makes sense. But, yeah. Yes. Yes. So I guess you'd have to be pretty important to consider assassination if it is reserved for political figures. Okay, yeah, I can live with that answer. Do we have anything else we'd like to say on the subject? Unless you were assassinated, you couldn't live with it. I'd, um, God, there's a tweet somewhere that I'll have to or find. Is that, or is it that, what if, like, you know, someone hires that, like, a hitman, but not on a political figure, I don't know, just on any one of you, then is that murder or is that assassination? I think that... All I'm I, thinking I, of right now is a tweet murder. I saw once that said, I asked my biology teacher what he wanted to be when he grows up, and he said, assassinated. <laughs> Relatable. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if it's like a like a hitman that does it, then I feel like it's assassination, no matter who it is. I mean, I like to say getting murked, but that's just because I like to like to keep it spicy. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah, I don't know what it would technically be called if you like. Put, put a target on, like, just a regular everyday person. I'm trying to, like, draw from my knowledge of various, just, like, crime TV shows, but nothing's coming. Well, you have, of course, right, the premeditated murder, so you yeah. planned it. But I feel like that's if you go ahead and you do it, rather hire somebody to do it. Maybe it's like, I think, maybe it's like conspiracy to commit something, because you're not the one pulling the trigger, but you're involved. 
Right. But what I'm saying is that the person who pulls the trigger might be assassinating in that case. If they're maybe paying for it. Perhaps. I feel, like, I feel like this question should come up in Foundations of Media Writing. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> be the contact. <laughs> how, how would you see how can we put that in, in that what would be the context okay well um, the thing where you get murdered in class we don't write about it and say assassinated even though in some people's stories right. it was like oh they contracted like the comm department secretary to take him out right right but we don't Maybe. say assassinated even though they're talking about a killing that has been paid for I'm, now I'm curious what the Associated Press Style Guide has on assassination. I've never actually looked into that word on there. I'll have to check it out. Uh, I don't have my AP Style Guide in this room, so... Can't help right now. Mine's in the office. Did I? Mine's in the office. I don't have one. <laughs> no, I do still have mine, though. Just because it's useful. Does Google work? I mean, yeah. Google it? AP Style Guide entry AP for assassination. Guide. We have to know now. Oh, they have a- they have it explained. You have the floor, sir. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. We have it. AP style holds that an assassin is one who kills okay. a politically important or prominent person. A killer is anyone who kills with a motive of any kind, and a murderer is one who is convicted of murder in the court of law. Oh. All right. So when you say politically important, what if you're like a low-level political figure? Which, like, I guess you're not assassinated then. And then the question becomes like, in the political realm, like, how important do you have to be to then be? Right. We can solve all of these dis all of these little right. semantic issues by just agreeing. When somebody is taken out, we say they got got. Just for everyone. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> you can do that. But I That's my solution. Meet some sort of criteria for for how important you are. But even somebody like um, like people who are activists, I believe they can also get assassinated. But I think that connects to that kind of mm -hmm. political. So they don't necessarily have to be a politician. Yeah. Okay. That's why it's if you're politically important. Again, I think we should just say that they either got murked, got taken out, or got got. And it doesn't matter which one you use, you can use them for anyone. That's my solution. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. But why? I would lose it if I heard that on like an actual like news broadcast. That would be really funny. Yeah, anything else we'd like to say on this? Seems our instincts were right. Did I have yeah. someone politically involved? Oh, Maddie, I kept meaning to tell you, I've been thinking I should make, like, a bingo card for this podcast that you can fill out, and the free space is, like, mm -hmm. going off on tangents, and then the things we include is, like, Bridget and Maddie disagree about food, or, like awkward segues between yeah. topics i feel like that would be so, quite funny tangents and food and 
tangents about food. Tangents about food. The podcast. Technical difficulties. <laughs> so like, there's bingo you right there. Anything right now? What's it gonna be? Right now? Yeah, right now. If you eat anything, what's it gonna be? Um. This fucking beef stroganoff that I got at a restaurant in Moscow. It was so good. I don't even know where the hell it was. I think we were, like, maybe near Gorky mm-hmm. Park. It was, like, an outdoor restaurant. Oh, slapped. Alright. What about you, Maddie? I haven't had mac and cheese in a while, and I really want it. Actually, I don't think I've had it since college. <laughs> been quite some time too long actually what about you i think i just want to eat a salad right now lame no it's so basic but i just <laughs> i want something light i'm feeling like something light you know whenever sometimes you just you want the crunch i have a feeling it's like you know i, I don't want to eat this meat because i just want to eat something light hmm. that's the feeling i have fair i love salads Actually, whenever I go out to eat, which it's been a while also. It's been a red hot minute. But um, it doesn't matter where I go. I always get a chicken Caesar salad because I can't think of anything else. I do love a good Caesar salad. I'm not going to lie to you. Really good. Pretty solid. I hardly ever get a salad if I go out to eat because I just feel like it. some of them are like $14. Yeah. And I could just make it at home. Yeah. I'm not paying yeah, but- that much for leaves. Sorry. I see your point, but I just love it so much. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I will. I'll, again, I'll allow it once. Um. Yeah, so uh, mark off your bingo card for awkward segue. Here's our next question. Do you believe the conspiracy theory that Disney's Frozen was titled as such so that it would come up in search engines instead of the theory about Walt Disney freezing his severed head? I didn't even know that was a thing. (laughs) Yeah, there's a conspiracy theory that, like, um, the severed cryogenically frozen head of uh, Walt Disney is, like, buried in tunnels underneath one of the parks. So then people were like, ah, oh. they called it Frozen, so that when people search Disney Frozen, the movie about the snow princess comes up and not the theory about uh, cryogenically frozen head. What? Wasn't that so... Oh, you can go first. You can go ahead. I was just gonna say, wasn't like the snow princess or like ice queen? I think it was like the ice queen or something. I was supposed to be the title. So I've heard. I was gonna ask what what would be the title if it wasn't Frozen. I'm pretty sure it was that, but I don't know, <laughs> or at least not for sure. But yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie. Maybe. That's those are my thoughts. I suppose it can be. I imagine maybe whatever if they called it Ice Queen or Ice Princess, and then if that's a popular topic, this freezing of the head, and then. Somebody in the writer writer's room is like, why don't we just call it Frozen? I suppose it could happen. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of buy it. I, I enjoy conspiracy theories like that that really aren't hurting anyone, and they're just kind of ridiculous and fun to just believe for yourself because it makes life a little more interesting. 
imagine if that <clears throat> was true. They just had like breakthrough in the PR room one day. Like, Wait a oh, minute. <laughs> At what point do you draw the line for conspiracy theories, though? Because you can't believe all of them. Some of them are just crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, one ones that, like, hurt people, not a fan of those, or, like, ones that are based in bigotry. Absolute zero out of ten there. But, you know, just the little ones that don't really affect anyone's day-to-day life, that just make things a little more interesting if you choose to believe that the world is a slightly more fun, ridiculous place than it actually is. Yeah, like freezing your head after you die. Well, this is technically another podcast question, but since we're on the topic, I'm going to bring it up. My favorite conspiracy theory is the one that um, the government was going to hire Stanley Kubrick to fake the moon landing, but he was such a stickler and wanted to shoot on location that they just went ahead with the space program anyway. That thing's more like a joke than a conspiracy theory. But who does it hurt if I believe that? Nobody. It's just fun. I'm more inclined to believe the the Disney one than that one, but I see I see you. <laughs> My point has I'm, been I'm made though, correct? I it hurts no one. It just makes again, it's fun to believe it just personally for myself because I enjoy again, I just want the world to be more ridiculous and fun than it actually is. I think it perhaps, I mean, of course it doesn't, like, hurt anyone, like, in a general sense of hurt, but if people actually believe it, in some way it's hurting society. Okay, I guess. Everything already sucks, just let me have this. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, we got anything else conspiracy theory-wise or regarding Disney's Frozen or Stanley Kubrick or the moon landing? Quite a broad range there. All related. Um, I really don't like Frozen that much since we're on the topic, like the movie. I didn't watch the second one. I haven't seen the second one. I think it was a pretty solid movie that just got way overhyped and overplayed. Oh, it already came out? Second one, yeah, d- I, yeah, that was a like, hot while ago, I think. Two, I don't know. Two years ago, I don't. Who remembers two years ago? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember this morning. Anything, anything pre-COVID, I'm just like ancient history. In the yeah, in the before time, time? In a different. There's like a time kind of. Yeah, there really is. Thing. I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah. But yeah, those are um, that's my thoughts. Pretty solid, just overhyped, overplayed. The song was addicting. Yeah. And there are parts of, like, the actual, like, score that I really like, and there are a couple Broadway people in it, which is, like, kind of cool. But, um, yeah. Don't really care now. The song is interesting in that it works in almost every language. They have so many variations of it in all these different languages. And it's always like the same structure. You can recognize it. You kind of sing along. That's kind of interesting. In all these languages. Yeah. I know that, but 
The more you There's know. There's also a college version. If you've never checked it out, you should look up the college Oh, it's version. called Fuck It All. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Relatable content. So, yeah. Another awkward segue. Put it on your bingo card again if you've got it twice. Um, this one I, like, thought about for a solid half hour just on my own, and it's this. If you sit down on top of your own voodoo doll... Can you ever get up again? This is assuming we're in, like, some kind of cartoon universe where, like, a voodoo doll actually works. So, yeah. If you sit down on top of it, can you ever get up again? I don't know. I feel like the answer might be no. It's complicated. I mean, yeah, because the doll itself can't... Exactly. ...really push you off. I feel like it's, like, if... In... Can someone help you? Maybe, I guess. I don't know. But if you're, like, if you're in a- you're alone, it's just you and the doll, and you sit down on top of it, I think you might be screwed. Well, can you push yourself off? But if what's happening to the doll is happening to you, then you're going to have, like, a force acting on all of your limbs, pinning you down. I think. I I, I don't know. Couldn't get up? I would like to know how I got into this predicament in the first place. I don't know, you probably pissed off and a why witch or something. We even have a voodoo doll of ourselves. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the question doesn't tell me that. Honestly, if I had a voodoo doll of myself, I would like, just using like. My hands to put do, like, or, you know, just, like, give it, like, a spa day and stuff, and, like, maybe, like, make myself feel okay for once. <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining pushing myself up somehow. But I just don't know that it would work. Yeah, that's my thing. I mean... Maybe if it's, like, not, like, sitting on your arms, yeah, you can use those to, like, either pull yourself up somehow but i i guess the answer is no if like you're completely like pinned to the yeah. ground yeah like let's say it's like sitting on the couch and you know you just kind of, like you launch yourself onto the couch because you know you're really excited to watch a movie or whatever and you completely cover it i think you're stuck there until some outside force so acts upon you and how would you be helped? Uh, you got me there. I have no idea. I mean, maybe someone could, like, reach under you and pull the doll out? Yeah, or they could, like, pry you off. True. You can cut, like, the couch or something. And that way... And then somebody can hold on to you while the doll falls... Okay! ...below the couch. That's outside the box. I like it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, survival tips for when for when this happens, as we all know, it does. Do you have? Um, several actually. 
like I'm not kidding. I used to collect those little keychains that were like the little yarn voodoo doll looking things. I have like a little bin of them somewhere. <laughs> I get on Bridget's bad side or we're gonna be laying on top of our voodoo dolls. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're not of people. I have not gone that far yeah. yet. Fair. <laughs> She's not wrong. Um, yeah. Oh, here's a question that's not on, that's unrelated to anything we're currently talking about, except for me being generally unhinged. Um, and it's also not on the document for today. But, um, anyone else, when you're using, like, super glue, is the urge to cement your own fingers together, like, extreme for- Oh, Jesus. Okay. That shouldn't be happening. Oh, funny. Hi. Podcast ghost. I found the bingo card. Podcast ghost. I don't know why that Gosh, happened. Technical difficulties. It shouldn't be. Thank you for screwing me over, Sony. Ugh. Um, yeah, anyone else always fighting the urge to glue their fingers together with super glue, or is that just me? When you say fighting the urge, do you mean, like, actually willingly doing it, or it just happens because... Oh, no, doing it on purpose. I feel like it just happens. Okay, because I think it just happens to me. No, go back. And I don't want it to happen, but it just does. Mm. Um, I feel like... I'm thinking of elementary school, and, like, there are two types of kids. Like, either you're obsessed with glue or you're not. So yeah, I was the like, person, like, peeling glue. it off of my hand, and now every time I use super glue, I have to, like, fight the urge to, like... I actually have glued, super glued my hands together like this before. It's very entertaining. Um, but I, like, physically have to fight the urge to, like, just... Just cement my fingers together. I don't know I... why. I understand that's a thing. Um, I was so never, like... Oh. No, into glue like that, but like I understand it. <laughs> yeah, I was never into. I always hated glue. Like never really get things glued the way I wanted them to be glued. But I really like candle wax instead of glue. I'll do that with candle wax. Kind of put candle wax between my yeah. fingers and then kind of use that. I've like mutilated a few candles. I'm. I I agree with that. I like it's not a good so maybe you're either a glue person or a candle wax person um what if you're both cause you're looking at her one hand has glue the other has candle wax yeah or I glue my finger I glue my fingers together and then put the candle wax on top of them that just seems too much. Okay. <laughs> Is there anywhere else down this road that we would like to continue? I'm rather having a good time. I It's so weird to me that other people aren't just constantly, like, listening to the worms in their brain screaming, like, do it, glue your hands together. Do you hear such voices often? Um, I mean, not like a uh, voice speaking to me, but like 
you know, just the little the little goblin, little gremlin that lives inside of me that just tells me or like wants to do very just unhinged things. Just like that. I will admit I've been in like a restaurant either like once or twice and there's a candle out and I forget I'm not at home and almost like start playing with it and like, oh yeah, not my house. I can't do Oh that. yeah, no, um I play I play with fire quite a fair bit. <laughs> yeah, we What restaurants do you go to where they have like a real candle? Not too often. Um I some by like um I'm on Long Island right now, and there's some by the water, where I don't go too often, but water. they're nicer. Yes, I know. Like, I like how you said that word. Yeah. Can you uh, say it again? I bully her for it. Water. I get that a lot. <laughs> no shame in it. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I, I think all accents should be appreciated. You have one yourself, Bridget. I do. I just I like reasons to dunk accents. to dunk on my friends in a loving way. <laughs> I had something to say and it's just completely gone. But that does make sense. I do feel like restaurants that are kind of like near a waterfront, they often do have candles. It seems oh. to be a combination, water and candles, water and fire. <laughs> One time um, my, when my sister and I were kids, we were in a restaurant and they had a candle on the table and my sister put like a little straw paper in it and it started smoking like black. It was not her brightest moment. For a moment I thought your sister was like smoking the candle. And I was no. In my head about how this works. No, she put the little straw paper in it and it just like caught fire and like just black smoke wafting up from the table, which was... I mean, I encouraged it, so neither of our brightest moments. <laughs> but, you know. Gotta entertain yourself somehow. These must have been, like, boring dinners. We're, like, playing with candles and not... Yeah. We've talked about this before. It's something to do with the name. Oh. Like, the at name. least for me, the... Uh, yeah, the name Bridget comes from, like, the Celtic goddess of fire. And, like, almost every other Bridget I've ever encountered is also just, like, a, a, again, little gremlin with a lighter. Isn't playing with fire also, like, a, a sign of a serial killer? I don't know. Maybe. I know it's an Aries thing, too, even though I don't buy into astrology all that much. But I have I have noticed a lot of other people... Maybe it is connected to fire. I mean, I'm I'm a wind sign, so I don't really play with fire so much. So are you? Bridget has voodoo dolls and uh... wind sign. I mean, an air sign. Yeah, <laughs> what one? <laughs> a which wind sign? Yeah. <laughs> an Aquarius. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know all that much. How into how into it I am that I call it a wind sign. Wait, oh, Aquarius is when I mean, wait, air? Yeah. That's what I am. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when's your birthday? February 5th. Okay, I'm in January. Oh, January. Yeah. Our signs carry the water and the air and the wind. Oh, I thought it was a water sign. Yeah, because I was like, Aquarius? That can't be right. No, but the symbol is like 
water, isn't it? Yeah, because it, it is a water bear. Oh. But it is an air sign because it's kind of like the water is travel. I don't know, it's going in the air or something. I'd like to circle back to whatever comment you were about to make about me, like, playing with fire and having voodoo dolls. Oh. Yeah, I mean, Bridget, I think we need to watch out for you because you have voodoo dolls inclinations to play with fire. I think it's balanced out by the crippling anxiety. Anxiety, another, maybe another sign, I don't know. Oh, if only I actually had a lighter in my pocket, that would have been really good for dramatic effect, but it's in my little bag. Next we're gonna find out she likes venomous animals. Not venomous, I just have a snake! God! <laughs> People do keep venomous species of snake, though, and they're nuts. Not about doing that. Not quite that crazy. Yeah. No, I'm not getting a venomous snake. That's a terrible idea. Um, don't do that. It's my fun little PSA to anyone watching slash listening to this. Don't do that. Um, a little bit of playing with fire is okay, though. Um, depends where you are. And I know that some people do actually keep them to help produce antivenom, which is cool if you are, you know, like, an actual herpetologist. The, does the mm -hmm. kind or the amount of venom matter in the legality? I actually don't know, and I'm gonna guess it differs depending on region because like you know you get different venomous snakes in different regions so don't know because i'm curious in, in like the, the desert regions do people have scorpions as pets i know people do keep scorpions i don't know much about like which kinds because i know people keep tarantulas too are tarantulas venomous some of them, yes. Not all. Okay. Would you rather- <laughs> I'm so great at this. Okay, but actually, would you rather know everything about the ocean or everything about space? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Space as in, like, like, infinite space or just our galaxy? Um, it's not really specified, it just says space. I mean, I do- I mean- I kinda wanna know- I go about it. I was gonna do, because it's bigger. There's more to know. Yeah. And I feel like it's in some ways, like, more exotic. I mean, we can't really, like, reach it, or everyday people can't. Of course, astronauts can go out there. But with the water, it's there. Mm -hmm. And we have the, you know, we can, if we, I guess, pay the money, go in a little submarine and go down, and we're learning so much about the water as it is. You're right, but I'm also so interested in the fact that, like, we do know so little about the ocean, but, like, it's right there. Right. But, like, what, what, the, hell, what the hell what the hell kind of out. weird shit is going on in the parts that we can't get to right now? That interests right. me, but in the context of the question, yeah, I feel like knowing everything about space is, like, you're getting more bang for your buck, essentially, but God, do I want to know everything that's going on down there. Yeah, yeah I'm curious about those, like, giant um, kind of dinosaur-like fish that they, that sometimes surface. Um, oh, yeah, didn't, like, recently, somewhere. there was, like, a blue, like, they found a blue whale bitten in half. That's concerning. Hmm? What does that mean, bitten in half? Like, chomp. Like, the whole chomp was, like, it severed them? Yeah. Is there, like, a bite mark, or is it, like, in two pieces? I think there was, like, oh, God, what was it? Like, some huge-ass, like, almost half, like, completely through bite mark. Which, you know, yikes. That's concerning. What if a boat hit it? I feel like they'd be able to tell if it was a boat versus teeth. But I don't know, I'm no scientist. Well, so they know it was teeth. Yeah, I mean, I would assume so. Because oh, it was bitten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is, it is surprising how much we don't know about the oceans. And, like, yeah, like, if, some, if something be down there taking chunks out of the biggest known species ever, I'm a little concerned. Just a tad. I feel like, logically, it makes more sense that we, as humans, should try to discover as much as we can about the Earth 
the place we're living on, including the water, before... Wow, there's that word again. I'm just, like, including it. You're throwing it out everywhere. But yes, continue. um, I think that makes more sense before we start exploring space, but... And yet... Personally, I'm more interested in space. Yeah, I feel like... I mean, again, you're getting more of your money's worth if you if you go with well can't they do both at the same time the same people aren't exploring both this is true i think it just means you are granted knowledge of either one or the other i see going with space yeah i'm gonna go with space as much as it pains me, because again, I do, I do want to know what's going on down there. Yeah. Oh well. Maybe someone in the comments, once this is posted, can let us know about their undersea adventures. What comments? I think we've gotten like three comments ever. Were they were they hate comments? No. <laughs> Although, again, we did get that one dislike on the Adam Driver video, which was absolutely hilarious to me. Sometimes they have, like, those, like, bots that, like, before you even, like, publish the video, somehow they were able to, like, comment about how they love the video. Whack. That would happen on our videos that we had to post for less, like, every time. It was, like, the same, or, I guess, similar ones, but... Hmm. That is not something I have encountered in recent memory, but I will keep an eye out for it now. Um, this one I just sort of threw up there without thinking about it. Uh, Maddie, I know you're not a Pokemon person. Sasha. I was when I was a kid. Okay, cool. So you have opinions at the very least. Who is the best starter Pokemon? I'm gonna go with the original plus I Pikachu. All their names. There's Charmander, Bulbasaur, Pikachu. What's the fourth one? Squirtle. Squirtle. Obviously not Squirtle if I can't even remember it. <laughs> um. Yeah. The answer is Bulbasaur. Yeah. Why? Because Bulbasaur is the best. He's an adorable little grass frog. Love him. I did, in preparing for this question, I asked my friend Andrea, who loves Pokemon, what the best starter is and why. She has yet to respond, but I'll let you know what she says. Okay, noted. She's speaking for me on this. Yeah, and also, Bulbasaur evolves into Venusaur, which can learn, like, Solar Beam, Hyper Beam, Frenzy Plant, and Earthquake. And Earthquake is, like, one-hit KO, even at the Elite Four level, so... Just putting that out there. I'm trying to remember when I was a kid, when I played it, uh, who I chose. And I feel like I either chose Bulbasaur or Charmander. Charmander's overhyped. And I'm more inclined... Well, I'm more inclined to say that I would probably choose Charmander, more because of the end result. I want Charizard. I guess. Yeah, again, being able to use... about that end result. I want to have Charizard. To get Charizard, I need... I gotta say, of the middle evolutions of the starter Pokemon, Charmeleon is, like, the worst, period. Charmeleon is fugly. But then you get Charizard. 
This is true, but again, Venusaur. All about the one-hit KO moves if you're taking this to the Elite Four, and they have plenty. Also in Detective Pikachu, the CGI Bulbasaur is the cutest thing I have ever seen. So adorable, I want one. When will science bring us real Pokemon? I was always Please. disappointed. I was always disappointed that Pikachu just had one like evolution compared no, to doesn't. the others who had two. But it well, is right, you and that's it. It depends on the generation that you're talking about because technically right now the very, very first one. Oh, okay, so the very first one maybe. I think there's just Raichu, but now there's Pichu, Pikachu Raichu. Yeah, that what that didn't exist back in the day. Yeah. I haven't actually played Pokemon Sword and Shield because I heard it kind of sucked. Yeah, when I played Pokemon, it was the original. What was it, 150 or 151? Well, eh, 151, and then technically 152 if you count Togepi, but that was... brought in by the cartoon. Yeah. But yeah, no, 151. I do have to say that I remember maybe, I don't know, five seven years ago and i was flipping through some channels pokemon was on and i was really curious i was like oh my goodness i'm curious what's happening there and i watched it and i remember thinking i can't believe i thought that this was actually good oh it's not it's literally not but like i like i have rewatched like the original like ash completes all the gyms to the elite four and, like, it's so corny, but it's delightful. Like, I love just, like, having it on and just chilling if I'm, like, playing video games or whatever. Yeah. It's great. Like, again, so corny, yeah. so cheesy. It's a great time. so bad, like, so corny, cheesy when I was a kid. I thought it was, like, the greatest thing ever. And then watching it as an adult is a very different experience. I hate when that happens. I, the only experience with Pokemon I had, I did watch a little the show, I think. It was the original, but um, hate when you rewatch a childhood show. And you're like, oh man, this sucks. Like, you know what that doesn't this? happen with? SpongeBob. Well, I refuse to watch anything past like season like five. Or... Yeah, because after the movie, it sucks. <laughs> but the again, first four seasons plus the movie, impeccable, immaculate. Love them. Still hilarious. What happened after the movie? I don't... The original producer and writer left. And it again, just annoying. Like, because, like, you rewatch it, and there are jokes that went over your head as a kid. But, like, now it's just, like, completely pandering to, like, eight-year-olds and eight-year-olds only. No, I don't think it's because we're older now like i think if i was no it genuinely isn't good i still would have liked it yeah to the fact that it's not because i'm older it's just it's bad now yeah no it genuinely is bad now and people are always like oh it's because you're becoming squidward i'm like no no it isn't um and i i don't like the reboots either like that they're doing that as well that just like hurts my soul yeah no disgusting the only valid reinterpretation is the musical thank you for coming to my ted talk okay 
Oh, we're actually, this one is kind of tangentially related because we're talking about undersea things. How would a shark smoke a cigarette? Through its mouth or its gills? Also, smoking is bad. Don't do it. But if a shark were to smoke a cigarette, how would it do so? Are we talking about an alternate universe where this is like a thing sharks do versus, you know, one of those environmental things where it happened to be stuck with a cigar? Um, it's in Sponge. Yeah, it's in SpongeBob. Where they can light a cigarette underwater. Where they have underwater fire. Right, because that makes sense. <laughs> I feel like if it's something like that, like the SpongeBob thing, SpongeBob thing, then I'd say through the mouth. I feel like that's what they'd want you to think. <laughs> so the man Wait, wants I you to think. I almost said, logically, it has to be through the gills, but then I saw them, like, well, they're underwater, so this is illogical. That's what I was thinking also. But, like, yeah, but, I mean, here's the, like, you know, suspending disbelief if this could happen. I do feel like it would have to be through the gills, because that's how they breathe. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't know. This is ridiculous. But, again, that's what we're here for. Yeah, I'm gonna say gills. I would say maybe maybe either one. It's like a preference thing. Interesting. Oh no. You know what universe this is taking place in? The Bojack Horseman universe, because that makes the most sense to me. I guess I'll say gills. Because I know that's how they breathe. And I'm just going to disregard the fact that you can't smoke underwater. <laughs> yeah, disregard that. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. I dig it. You're also assuming that um, their cigarette would be the same as ours. Mm. So and what do you think a cigarette would look like for a shark? Maybe they have a different kind of cigarette. I have no idea. But I would assume that it would not be the same as our cigarette, that they would have their own for underwater. And that works underwater. Maybe you don't have to light it. Maybe there's something else that has to happen. Maybe that's uh, something we can invent. We have a lot of inventions on this show. Like, we think of a lot of... Some reasonable, some not so reasonable. (laughs) Underwater cigarette does not harm the environment though. add that to the requirement okay i like that although i this is all under the assumption that like sharks have created a society to the point where mild recreational drug use is a, a thing <laughs> you mean they haven't created such a society well, I mean, not that I know of, but again, we don't know what's going on down in the ocean, like, really. So, I mean, they could have, for all you know. That's, that's, and the ones that, like... house parties. Yeah, and, like, the ones that actually that's pop up on the need. beaches and stuff are just, like, weirdos that nobody talks to. That's why we need to um, discover more about the ocean as opposed to space to find the uh, underwater... To find the shark society. Sharks. They got that seaweed. 
<laughs> um, I'm hilarious. Um, supposedly there's a theory that if octopuses or, like, cephalopods had a longer lifespan, they probably would have evolved societies by now, because they're extremely intelligent. How long do they live? Um, good question. Apparently not long enough to, f to figure out societies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's on the list of things that I- random claims that I make during this podcast that I actually have to, like, link back to so people know that I'm not just, like, making up random things. Because I just- I read weird things online all day, and then I come and do this, and they all just sort of jumble together, and then come back out into conversation. So, yeah. So, when they ask, you know, what keeps you up at 3 a.m.? Well, um, besides all my failures, yeah, <laughs> octopus society. So next time, next time, Vice President Harris asks, "What keeps you up at three in the morning?" You can you can respond or give her a call and be like, "You know what, <laughs> octopuses <laughs> they keep me up at three in the morning." Yeah. <laughs> Another thing for us to contemplate: what's the best kind of pasta? Taking a hard left turn, but that's okay. Now, when you talk about best kind of pasta, like, is lasagna included in that? Is that pasta? I mean, it is technically a noodle. It involves them. Or are you thinking more like, you know, like, whatever, the macaroni or... I mean, we can start with superior noodle shape and then try to get more specific if if we still feel like it after that. So let's go with that. Superior noodle shape. Bow ties. I was just oh, going to say that bow ties suck. Really? I love the bow tie one. Why oh my god, Maddie, we agreed. <laughs> On a I food know, thing. That never happens. associate bow ties with like that cold pasta salad i hate that like, i just feel like they never cook right like the center is like always kind of like al dente and then the sides are like normal and i'm like i don't know man don't really want that hmm. i'm a big fan I don't like the cold one either of like the spirals those are good those, those are, are pretty solid Oh yes. I think so. I think so. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Um, I feel like elbows, like elbow pasta, is a little bit overrated. Are those the ones that kind of look like? Yeah, just the little macaroni noodles. Oh. They have yeah. their place, but they are used in too many things. We need to be branching out with our pasta shapes, people. Does anybody ever make like mac and cheese with a different kind, or is it always that elbow one? There's the shells, like the Annie's mac and cheese is always shells. Oh, I love the shells, too. I love that, that is the shells. best mac and cheese, by the way. The Annie's shells, that is the best box mac and cheese there is. And every time I hang out with Brooks, shells? we <laughs> make dino nuggets with Annie's shells and also drink wine with it. Because <laughs> we are children. 
just say the shells are my favorite. I love when they go inside each other and get like two or three. You get the super shell. Also, yeah. I feel <laughs> like, especially for making mac and cheese, the shell is like a little little pocket for the cheese sauce. And like that's exactly so, what like, you the want. Shell, the shell of pasta is like the waffle of like breakfast. It's better than a pancake because it cradles the syrup just like the shells cradle the sauce slash cheese. I do like waffles. I've heard waffles, waffles referred to as a more polite pancake that has like neat little compartments for all your things. It's an organized pancake. Yeah, it's an organized you pancake. Can, you can put a different, a different uh, flavor of the sauce in every compartment. I like a di- yeah, a different <laughs> topping in each one. I feel like that's something you that's would have seen. Waffle. That's an extremely chaotic waffle, and I'm surprised that I haven't seen that like specific occurrence in one of the breakfast buffets at Geneseo. Like just some hungover frat boy with like whipped cream in one square and a bunch of other things in all the other squares at the make your own waffle station. I'm surprised that's something I did not see. Add that to your list of inventions. I'm gonna make it the chaotic waffle. I want photographic evidence when you do. Okay. I'll get started. Oh, I just thought of a really funny joke that no one's gonna get because it has to do with the Magnus Arcus <laughs> and things being chaotic. The, the, the waffle, the avatar of the spiral. Ignore me. It doesn't matter. You're gonna share the joke? The the waffle is an avatar of the spiral. That's the joke. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. The spiral is an entity of chaos in the Magnus Archives universe. And Ca- the waffle? The chaotic waffle. Avatar of the spiral. Representative. Oh. Yeah. That's another um, thing on the Bing. I'm sure someone out there gets it. Uh, Another thing I'm going to put on our um, bingo card is me either referencing the Magnus Archives or just, like, doing free advertising for somebody that does not need it just because it's something that I really like. I I think you had some product placement there. Oh, yeah. My mag hoodie. Not just that. Were you drinking Starbucks? No. It's just oh, one of the like golf-themed cups that we have at my I house. I saw green, and you know, Starbucks. With my nice bamboo straw that I'm getting lipstick all over. But, you I know, need this to is ask life. either one or both of you this. Speaking of product placement, what is that video we watched in class? It was like one of the ones before class started. It was Russian song, and it was about the laundry detergent. German. I've been look. It's oh, that's why I couldn't find it. I've been <laughs> for this video for like five months. I refuse to ask for help. I love that for you. Do you know the name, you know the name of it? Um, I was trying to. I will. Yeah, actually, let me pull it up real quick. I don't remember at the top of my head, but I have it. Easy access. No wonder you couldn't find it if you kept uh, looking Russian song with his yeah, laundry. Yeah, like version. Russian product placement and like. That's detergent. so funny. Oh, man. Um, let's see. Am I? Can I type in here? How does this work? No. Um. Well. Possible. 
I don't know if you can in a group call. I don't see anything for like a text or a chat thing. Because it's in German, and my German is 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 not very well at all. So I don't want to like butcher this pronunciation. You speak German at all? But I have the video right in front of me. No. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> that's a lot of languages, bud. Yeah, the group. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a try again. I'm not sure how to pronounce this one, but the group is Aligatoa. A l l a l l i. G-A-T-O-A-H. Interesting. Okay. I can share the whole song with you afterwards. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Love to that see it. That's what keeps me up at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is this song? I remember it being a great song, and I would write down some of them in class. Like, Oh, yeah, there were some bops on that map thing you made. You still do that, yeah. by the way? Some absolute yeah, yeah, the, bangers. Yeah, I've, I've worked hard on that map, especially filling in every single country. I, I think I'm only missing, like, I don't know, two or three, excluding all the islands in the Pacific. I'm missing, mm -hmm. like, maybe two or three countries. That's ah. extremely impressive. But yeah, no, I would always, like, whenever I would see people in class just, like, not paying attention or, like, not interested at all, I'm like, dude, these are bangers. What are you doing? It's just, a, it's just a fun thing at the at the start. They don't need to pay attention. I was a fan. I also distinctly remember one time when I was not a student, but TA. I had to run to, like, you told me to run back to your office and go grab something while one of the songs was playing. And, like, you're, and I, like, came back and you were standing up at the front of the class and I, like, came back to give it up to you. And, like, you know, all the lights are off, everyone's staring at the screen, and you're staring at the screen. And... You're tall enough that, like, I can be completely, like, outside of your field of vision if I want to be. And I just came back and, like, looked up and I was like, here you go. And you looked down and you were like, Jesus. <laughs> like, while the song's going on in the background. We were, we were all mesmerized by whatever this song was. <laughs> and every now and again, I just randomly remember that. I'm like, wow. That was funny. <laughs> Fun times. I love music, especially from all over the world. I've been, um, I'm going to be changing up some of the songs. I've been, uh, you know, it's becoming, a, some of them are becoming a little bit outdated and being exposed to some new music from 2020, 2021. Mm -hmm. so, One of my friends who well. lives in Russia just sent me, like, a really long playlist of a bunch of Russian songs that I should listen to, and I'm very excited. I'll let you know if there are any really good ones. I but love yeah. Russian music. Yeah, really. Again, bangers. Just listen to music that isn't in your native language. It's really fun. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. <laughs> it's my announcement to our audience of, I don't know, maybe like 15 people. <laughs> Shout out to that one dude from Belgium. There's some person, like, I look at our analytics, there's some, like, one person in Belgium who's watched, like, almost every single episode of this podcast, which I think is just absolutely hilarious. Uh, I'm like, thanks, bro. That's awesome. Hello to Belgium. Right? And 
God, what other ran- places that I, like, didn't expect to see on the feed? There was, like, the Philippines, India, maybe Japan. Very interesting. Kind of cool to see. But we have gone over the hour mark. So, I think that's gonna be where we call it for for this week. And uh, Does anyone have any any closing statements they would like to make, personal projects they would like to promote, PSAs. Nothing to promote, but just for fun, so thank you. No problem. Yeah, thank you for joining us. You are welcome back anytime, particularly if you come up with any cool, fun questions. We're always looking for those. And... Yeah, right? <laughs> like, just when you're lying there at 3am, just be like, oh man, talk about this. Go through your Google search history. Sometimes I do that, like, the next morning if I go on, like, a Wikipedia bender. Yeah. Like a good Wikipedia click hole. You know who was the original Google? Whomst? I have no idea. Plato. Mm. Wait, are we talking about, like, the philosopher? Yeah. Okay. No, the toy. <laughs> I don't know. Do I look like I have ever known what's going on? I don't remember which one was first. You would ask me things that were, like, very clearly my responsibility. You'd be like, oh, what, like, what's going on with this thing in the studio? And I would just go, do I look like I know? <laughs> it's my, like, default response to everything. And it's not a joke. I never have any idea what's going on. It's been fun in the studio. You both, well, you can't now, but uh, at some point, when it's possible, you should come visit to the studio. We're doing a news, remember, Maddie, the news program you Oh, yeah. That's happening in two weeks. Oh, boy. Oh, good luck to them. Yeah. <laughs> fun times. I do have to say, Maddie, you single-handedly saved your live program at the end of the semester. Snaps. I remember. That was. I was gonna say that was. Uh, I was one of those moments when I was thinking, when everything was going downhill, I was thinking, you know what? I'm really glad that Maddie is the host, <laughs> because when I said just to wing this, <laughs> you were able to do it. <laughs> I was so nervous for that. I didn't know what to do, so. <laughs> Oh my god, I remember you were just straight up like, can't see it. And I was like, damn, nice. Yeah, I I was the worst person to be reading the teleprompter. That was absolutely hilarious to me. I can't see the words. But like, you knew. You knew it was not your fault and therefore not your problem, so you were just like, can't see it. I did what I was supposed to. I was like, and I'm like, and of course, I'm like simultaneously dying of secondhand embarrassment, but then also just being like, So, yeah. I remember all the panic, and I'm thinking, you know what? Things, you know, it's fine. Just wing it. So, you made it through. You saved the show. <laughs> As always. Alright, so, um, we will be back next week, barring any other random things that come up and throw us off of our schedule again. Hopefully, hopefully not. Fingers crossed. And I know I keep saying this at the end of every episode, but we are trying to get, uh, 
date pinned down for that stream that we had to postpone, so keep an eye out for that. And any other fun future plans we can think of, podcast-wise? next week yeah see you next week yeah so bye all this week's episode of the fighting with friends podcast was hosted by bridget kelly and maddie robbins featuring special guest sasha allgaier you can find other episodes of the podcast on acast deezer google podcasts iHeartRadio, pandora spotify and youtube follow us on twitter at bridget kelly 98 and at mr5mar rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature. Thanks for listening! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.